practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. I'm just saying, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast, I'm Casey. I'm Hans, no he wasn't, no he wasn't. I am calling, that was mine, that was my gag, baby. Spreading the butt cheeks, that was my thing. Oh, guess what? It It wasn't your thing. (laughs) It was definitely somebody else's thing first. (laughs) That was, if you, I mean, based on, based on the social um, finger on the pulse, I'm assuming anybody that listens to this knows what we're talking about, but. I hope that it's (laughs) 20, I hope it's 2045 and they're like, what pray tell is spread the butt cheeks? Or. I don't get the reference. Or potentially. Are they talking about Michael Jordan when they reference MJ? Oh, that those ladies' locker rooms were nothing but spread butt cheeks. <laughs> spread um, Spread front cheeks. <laughs> oh, no. Spreading everything. Oh, front cheeks. That's a new one. I've never heard that one before, and I hate it. I hate How everything awful. about it. Just, just heap it on Michael Jackson's grave. Uh, oh, yeah. Before you said that, I was going to say we hadn't mentioned Michael Jackson or the documentary, so potentially even you or I were talking about two different things. Right, exactly. What a- it's... It's it's your son-in-law, Mikhail Giordan from Azerbaijan, like it's like, like someone we actually know that oh, we're just scorching. I thought you were talking about like offset of the movie Son-in-Law, where that actor that was in a few things made Paulie Shore spread his butt cheek so he could stick <laughs> his tongue in there. The guy that played the dad that's in everything. Well, Mighty Ducks and that, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Banks' dad. Yes, who was spread him Banks? Did that ever that that uh, never sat well with me? And I this just shows you how uh, how off my brain is, or how much I overthink things. Having a good time watching Mighty Ducks. As soon as yeah. I, re- I discovered that that's Banks' dad, that I go, you know what? That wasn't Banks' dad. That was not Banks' dad. Wasn't? Just the coach. He was Banks' bud. He was Banks's. Oh, that's even oh, worse. Then. He stayed with just Banks. a friend of the family. Yes, he was hiding in plain sight. We shouldn't have let him sleep with the coach uh, of the Hawks, but he was such a celeb. <laughs> we figured it was fine. I had I have this tape of a, a a re-recording of an old porno I need to listen to while I sleep next to your son, Banks. Oh God, that. Um... Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so basically we're talking about the Michael Jackson documentary, which Ashley and I made it through Finding Neverland, yeah. Finding Neverland. After the podcast, had a blast with the podcast, so Ashley and I were like, Harvey went to sleep, let's watch it. We watched it. I slowly got so horrifically ill that I was like, my stomach is hurting. It's hurting because this is awful, but then also I was like, did I spread my butt cheeks for Michael Jackson? Like it hurt. Like I got sick. I got so horrifically ill. So physically ill. So physically ill, which had nothing to do with the movie, but just was like perfect, perfectly coincided with, as we watched it after the podcast, I was like, I sat down with Ashley after we were done. She was like, how was the podcast? It was like, it was great. I had a blast. And then just slowly got horrifically more ill. That's making uh, be- me sick thinking about you getting sick while that As narrative I'm- is playing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I feel really bad. My stomach really hurts. And it was like, 
stomach flu. I basically got no, like, it wasn't. It was blue hand- balls. <laughs> it was fucking spread butt cheeks. <laughs> but no, I like. I was just like, this is awful. Like trying, you're like <laughs> slowly dipping into like feverishly being sick as this story is unfolding, and then having to be because Ashley is. She grew up listening to country music. She's like, I know who Michael Jackson is, obviously. I wasn't born in a fucking bomb shelter. But she's like, I don't get it. And as we watch it, I was like, I don't get it either. He's really skinny and really weird and not like he's got no edge. But for some reason in my head as a kid and as I'm watching these little kids go, this is the fucking edgiest dude. I'm like. I was being seduced by Michael Jackson through yeah. this fucking documentary right, right. while also going into like a the Spanish flu. I, uh, uh, I had like, I, you just forget how once in a lifetime or once in a, it, a century kind of phenomenon celebrity cause he it, was it, like the documentary doesn't, the documentary does it justice. Cause you're like, holy fuck, he's famous, but you don't get it because you see him in all his costumes and you're like he looks like the scarecrow from wizard of oz like you're like (laughs) he's like a deflated he's basically if you took elvis through his arc and you have fat crazy vegas elvis and instead of dying on a toilet you popped him with a fucking pin and he just became this skinny (laughs) weird monster Oh, because he's you... just as famous, and it's just nonsense. It's just like, I'm going to live in your basement now. Yes, I love that. Or not, lo- nothing I loved about it. I was going to say what I not took umbrage to, but what set me back on my heels a little bit was this one moment. Because you just, there's something, it. I hate to say that we keep saying this, because I know I'm pushing the boundaries of using this term. But viewing mm. Michael Jackson to me is uncanny valley because no, it's, yes, it, I cannot place him as a, I, it, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to other him like he's, but he looks, I think somebody else says this. He's like, he's like an alien. It wasn't in reference to how he looked, but it was in reference to how he's treated by the rest of the world. But to me, visually, he, I cannot comprehend having a conversation with him and here's where i'm getting at where i was put back Mm -hmm. in my heels it just hit me at the like the the perfect time when i was like i just can't visualize him like hanging out with these kids and like and it wasn't the sexual part but then of course you can't get around like the kids talking about sex and right as i was trying to grasp it he goes oh no michael had like an adult dong and i was like oh no like for some reason, like totally with you in the same thing as like we're both fathers now. It's different. Sure. Like I oh, remember we were percent. living in Minneapolis when the last like court case came out, and there was oh, like yeah. big twenty twenty thing, and like that was the big last hurrah of like he's a he's a pedophile. He touched children. Like it came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, okay." Everything makes sense now. And then he lived for another decade. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Pretty much, like another seven, eight years. So I think the, where everybody's yeah. like, he's fucking weird. But it's kind of like that trial was also just everybody went, Oh, he's fucking weird. 
Because that's when all of the stuff was like, they brought cameras into Neverland Ranch and there's all those fiberglass Peter Pan statues everywhere. And then he has his, like, terracotta warriors, like, sitting on glass fucking tables, like, across his (laughs) house. Like, it's just... Oh, the samurais that are turning in their grave that their stone uh, (laughs) doppelgangers are spread on glass tables right now. them in from... Uh, No, it's just so... But, yeah. I just can't, like, I can't... We lived through when he was the most famous person on the planet, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense. Like, I really can't reconcile, like, if Harvey, instead of Ashley, like, Ashley lived through it. So she was like, yeah, I don't get it. He was famous. I understand that. I was alive when his music was on the radio. But, sure. like, if it was Harvey or Ruby who were like, why was this guy so famous? I'm just like, I don't know. I don't get it. He's fucking really weird. He he should have been a Roman emperor. Oh, like, I he mean, should he have was, been. Yeah, he was a man out of time. I think he would have been okay now with weird social media because he could have just face tattoos. People. Yeah, face tattoos. But like, he had that like because the documentary came out. So there's all these uh, like puff pieces and things. Like I read a like thing. It was like, <laughs> and it was like his biggest dream was to shop at a grocery store i remember it well yeah so he he paid he rented he rented a grocery store and then filled the grocery store with everybody that he knew and was like i'll give you a thousand dollars just to pretend to be a normal person just walk by me and don't yeah just bump bump into me spit on me me. fucking like ignore me like which is crazy See, here's where it is crazy, but here's where why I really appreciate this documentary. One of the reasons, too, is that it it lets these guys tell their story, who I believe and I don't know if Oprah does, because there was a follow up with Oprah and she's very much like now, allegedly, I was like, Oprah, I know you don't want to get sued, but I know she's buddies with Michael. But you know what? Guys don't go on, you know, HBO in front of 120 million people. And say they want to spread their butt cheeks, or they, you know, they just don't. <laughs> what I don't it's, know why I'm focusing see, on that. Let's not. Focus but that's on the thing; that. those were the weird details. Of I'm, course, like yeah. I'm with you. Like they both had the same weird details, and whether they met before both. they filmed, yes, yes, right. It's like jerk practice comedy sketch weird details. Like it's the fucking weird. It wasn't just like uh, he had sex with both of us. It was like all the weird, like that we same. hung out. And then yeah. he made my mom his mom. Yeah. It, no, and then my dad drove yeah. him around. Like That's where I wanted to get where I got I get sidetracked with the 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 disgusting nature of it as always. But here's where I appreciate when you were talking about going sh- like the weird statues and of course Neverland and I I'm I'll the I just want to shop at a grocery store like now we can finally get past what everybody's been saying since the first allegations came out was he's just weird. Guys, every fucking pedophile weird. is fucking he's weird. Fucking weird. <laughs> he's just weird with money. And guess what? Yeah. He's got celebrity. So what I appreciate is this documentary exposed that Michael Jackson is no different than any other any child other. predator. He grooms his victims. He befriends mm-hmm. the parents. He drives a wedge between them. And then he fucking sexually assaults them. 
and he just had an easier in. That's all. But he, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what's the difference? Like, are you the nicest pedophile that ever lived? Cool. You win the award. You're still a fucking creepy fucking scumbag pedophile. So that's what's interesting about it, right? Remember that movie L.I.E.? Yes. With yes. Paul yes. Dano and Brian Paul Cox. Paul Dano and Brian Cox, yeah. It yeah, is yeah. almost like, I, I, I don't know who was behind, but somebody knew a lot about the dynamics of mm -hmm. predatory relationships because this kid fell in love with this guy that was molesting him. And yeah. even after it was like came to light that this was inappropriate, he couldn't break that bond. And these guys are are very honest and open about like, I'm having trouble like coping because he was like the this figure in my life. And that's what they kept saying is because I remember that I remember him being the most he was fucking Superman. He was fucking Spider-Man. He was the most famous person in the world and even for fucking like you can be a nerd you can be into sports you can be into music you can be into whatever like michael jackson was the most famous person yeah and i was like well second best was uh, like weird al like in my mind like that's why i watched mtv because i wanted to watch a a weird al video but i know who michael jackson was it's fucking michael jackson like sure he he fills that weird vacuum of like post Elvis post Beatles he is completely a an empty a hollow shell he's not like a fucking he's barely like it's weird to say like he's barely human but he is a show business weird marionette well yeah he fills maybe it's that he fills this void that we're all secretly and this has nothing to do with what what because again this is a veneer, and I think it's finally, finally been exposed, whether people want to believe it or not. This is the veneer we all fell in love with, which is, I can become some, I, the wildest thing my brain can imagine. I can embody it, and not only can I embody yeah. it, there's potentially a potential if I do embody it, I'll become the, it'll be accepted by everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So there's yeah. this I, fantasy idea maybe that exists, like, in that, like, because... He was just so you couldn't wrap your mind around him, right? It's like if he let's say he was a normal <clears throat> let's say the Jackson Five weren't a band. Sure. And the Jacksons were just the Jacksons who live in fucking horrific Gary, Indiana. <laughs> which is, by the way, sorry, no offense of anyone who lives in Gary, Indiana right now, is a fucking horrific place. Oh, it was a toilet it's 10 like years ago. Judge Dread levels of like weird destitution like if he was a normal person would he just be a creepy gay guy yes oh, no. right uh was he gay is that how i don't know how the, those lines but i don't i don't want like... i don't i don't want to uh like categorize him with you know any anybody of an upstanding sexuality category no, no, that's you know what, what i'm mean? saying like would he and like, I, I guess he, the answer is yes. Was he, because he was married to Elvis's daughter and, and a so fat like nun or something. I forgot about right? her. And then there, like he has kids, and then there are all the conspiracy theories about whether they're his or whether he paid his brother to have sex with this woman or paid Macaulay Culkin. Like you know, there, there's every type of conspiracy theory sure. surrounding this man because he is so famous and so weird. 
an affected like he is like a fucking uh, the guy that fucking locked him like pisses in bottles the fucking the aviator uh howard hughes howard hughes like he's hughesian levels of like just like rich famous and couldn't process and i like that you brought up that example because what everybody's concerned about now on two sides one is that i can't listen to his music you know how am i going to do it you guys go whoever that is go navigate that yourself you either liked his music already or you weren't listening to it anyways so right so then here's the other side of it people that are getting their panties in a bind because other people still like you know hit their his legacy to them is his music and everything and here's why i think hughes is a good example because those people need not worry they they might be the social justice warriors that's fine they can do that mm-hmm. they don't need yeah. to worry because when you think of howard hughes casey or the first time you heard of him what did you think of the fucking pissing in a jar and wearing fucking kleenexes on his feet exactly but howard hughes at his, in his day did was the most famous man on the planet exactly he owned a movie studio Exactly. He slept with movie stars. Sure. He was like George Clooney times a thousand. Exactly. Like he's the most famous man on the planet. And yet one generation later, you hear Howard Hughes yeah. and you think long fingernails and piss in the jar. And I think this documentary, especially with the type of reception it's yeah, gotten. Totally. The next generation is going to, you're going to go like Michael Jackson. They're going to go, oh, that fucking creepy pedophile. Like that'll be the first thing. Right. Know. The and human that, and toy that's, pedophile. that's fair. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is they won't have to navigate music because it'll just be some fucking song that comes, that annoys them on their YouTube feed or something in the same way, you know, Howard Hughes probably produced a hundred movies i've seen but it, oh, yeah, it totally. never it, the only thing that runs when i see the name i just go oh yeah that guy fucking lost his mind he lived in a casino yeah until he died right you know so no it's yeah. totally like he w- the, the thing about it like after the documentary came out like there's a bunch we were talking about conspiracy theories it's like for as many people who are like yeah he's a fucking it's unfortunate that he was rich and famous and then his only outlet was to like abuse these these poor children for sure yeah instead of like using his fucking going to monte carlo and like meeting someone on you know like he just he was a stunted individual and yeah (laughs) so instead of doing like there's but now there are these conspiracy theories that are like no it's all an inside job they're trying to besmirch him. Like, I was just right. reading some random stuff. They were like, he got too powerful, man. He had one song where he was talking about, you know, like, speaking out about, like, it all comes back to, like, Pizzagate and stuff. Like, it's sure. a hot-button issue because it has to do with abuse of children, of course, which is yeah. inexcusable. And they were like, he was going to buy Marvel Comics. He was going to use all his money. He was going to get too powerful. And it's like... So you, on the other end, you have all of this myth. They're mythologizing him now, like turning yeah. him into a martyr when he's somewhere in the middle. I like think he's a he's, pit- somewhere... he's pitiful. He's a pitiful, pitiful, yeah, individual. I was gonna say that... he's somewhere on the lower spectrum. Yeah, not even in the middle because when they're giving all these like grandiose ideas of his investments, it's in front of you like that's the thing about conspiracies if you can justify it it's on tape here was his investment he walked down the strip in vegas and bought the gaudiest tackiest shit 
in all the gaudiest, tackiest shops. Those were his investments. He went yeah. golden egg, golden goose, butt cheek statues of golden cheek. Like he just bought, like samurai. He just bought stuff. He didn't make any sensible decisions no, other just... other than his like the Beatles catalog, which right. which was when he was younger, before he like. I don't know, but slipped he into was something. Sitting, he wandered up a mountain of money. Yeah. Which he earned. He, you know, like, part of the Jackson 5, his dad was a piece of shit. Yep. Which is crazy that his died. His dad died two years ago. Like, his dad lived yeah. way too long. Yeah, he was For the shit. stories of, like, uh, it's so, like, he, but he never deviated from that. Like you said, like, like, was, what's the fucking tall tale was, like, he was talking with uh, Paul McCartney, and Paul McCartney was like, "You got to buy your masters." Yeah. So he bought all the Beatles songs because he had a mountain of money, which but is th- that's not business right. acumen. He yeah. literally, like Forrest Gump, yes. someone said, "Buy the most expensive thing on the planet," and he went, "Okay, I'll buy that." Right. He would have bought the moon if someone would have sold it to him. Oh, I bet that was a conversation that was had. Oh man, it kind of, you and me huckstering it up with fucking Michael Jackson. Seer sucker suits, moon. old suitcases. Hey, Mikey, you're the on. moon walker. How about I sell you the whole thing, kit and caboodle? You can dance on it, you can sing on it. Yeah, I've seen you moonwalk on stage, but I've never seen you. Oh shit! I, yeah, I haven't had my picture. Right. I've seen you moonwalk on, on stage, but I've never seen you walk on the moon he got and upstage was... Earth. As famous as he is now, he'd have been rooked a hundred times over. He'd have never made it. He'd have bought a thousand Tesla cars and drove them into the ocean. Like, he just, he just got so famous and had so much money when people were like, I can't, you can't spend that amount of money. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, well, I don't know how events would, right now it's looking pretty, pretty beneficial that his ass is dead. Like, how amazing would that be? <laughs> like, he'd be in heaven, though. Like, that's what should have happened, is he should have got famous and had enough people watching him, and he should have just been on TV. Right. Like, oh, yeah. kissing, you know, like, fucking waving goodbye, like, doing a show. I, there's a moment, well, or this, this parallel. Or he should have through. been a fucking fighter pilot World War Two. I don't know. In the multi? <laughs> could you imagine? Like The, the Michael multi. <laughs> The Red Baron, but it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> da, 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 greatest fighter pilot in World War One. I. I I had this like fun, not it's. I had this image of when there's a moment where he's like, Michael, you know, like told me like we'll both go to prison for life, and even as a young kid, he was like, Michael can't survive prison, and of course my head <laughs> like ran to Michael kid. standing in fucking prison, going, I'm not stuck in here with you. You're Jesus stuck in here. Everybody's like, oh. Scott. He just pulls his fucking mask down. I mean, that would well, be totally the craziest. Michael Jackson in prison. Although Phil Spector's in prison. He's a fucking loony tune. And he's fucking, you know, doing Weird fine. works in prison. I'm just, I haven't totally. been in. But weird, uh, brute just, strength and weird savvy yeah. works. Like Tyson was fine because he's Tyson. Yeah, he probably had to duke it out a couple times just to prove it. But like Scolari got in trouble for being like the coolest guy in jail. Peter Scolari? No, the guy that Screlly, the one who sold oh. the fucking AIDS <laughs> medicine for fucking a million dollars a pill. 
Oh yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, he's doing great in jail though. He's so good, in fact, he got tune. in trouble. They took his phone away because he's fucking hustling. They're not allowed to have a phone in prison. He got one. I believe that. He's got a lot of money. That's the other thing. If you got money, you can buy your protection. That's what I watched the Studio Fifty Four documentary, which oh, was, I is amazing. Get to it. It's amazing. It's well done, well put together. Probably not much new, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. We all know they go to federal prison, and they do. They're just like, we're not going to survive in here. One, we need to flip on other club owners to get our sentence reduced. Oh, yeah, that's what, late 70s, early 80s? Early 80s, yeah, exactly. That's fucking MJ Rorschach jail. It's fucking Sing Sing Sing. With me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm writing the sketch in my head right now. Good, 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 good. No, they they had to pay some, you know, some some guy that was going to rape and kill them. They're like, no, 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 no. We'll make we'll you have the mop handle and he's like, your family. I'm either gonna use it on you. Oh, you got enough money? I'll use it on myself. Thanks. See you later. Because if you don't and interestingly enough, tie it back in that documentary, um oh I can't think of his name. Steve Rubel is the more yeah. flamboyant yeah, yeah. one, and then his partner was behind the scenes. But Steve Rubel is like standing outside the club. Which one was a uh, fucking Austin Powers? Which one was uh, Steve Rubel? Steve Rubel. Rubel was So Rubel was the face, right? So he's the guy standing outside the club and you see actual footage where like people are like clamoring to get in. He's like, shave, shave your face. You're never getting in here. Shit. He's got a really oh, thick, long oh, Island Jewish me. accent. And then the he points to another guy and goes, like... that hat, I see that hat again. You're never getting in here. You, you Go die. Go die. And he's like the face, right? And meanwhile, he wears this big, big long <laughs> down overcoat that apparently was just like had special pockets sewn in it that were just filled with barbiturates and fucking oh, poppers just walking around so he's this really flan- and michael jackson comes in and he really liked mm. to like hobnob with the celebrities and know it so he's giving this interview to the, some publication he's like oh 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 okay michael you can come in here it's okay and michael comes to sit down and he's like I just love to dance you know it's good and sit him and young michael sitting there but anyway steve rubel you can just see him in prison mm-hmm. like just still getting away with like talking up. shit to all these prisoners but because he's got this guy who's already doing life that doesn't he doesn't care if he has to fucking kill somebody as long as his yeah. family still gets flush yeah but and he gets his fucking account full every month so he can buy his milky ways <laughs> Like, which is fucking sad. Like that's all it takes is like soups. I need I need my ramen flavor packet. It needs <laughs> yes. to be shrimp, and I need three Milky Ways. How sick and you're gonna you... do what for me? I will kill anyone for you <laughs> if I get three Milky Ways and a shrimp flavored ramen packet. How sick does your stomach get when you see them go? Like you know what we pulled our we pulled our commissary together. We got 20 Hostess cupcakes, 19 Milky Ways, a bag of Fritos, and then some guy comes in like he's a five-star, like three Michelin-star chef, and he he puts together like a cake out of this stuff, and it is so thick and so rich, yeah. and they're all eating it, you know, like, he's still got the chef's hat, but he's cutting it with the side of his hand. Because <laughs> it's like toilet water water. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they don't man. even have hot water, so he's like... Yeah, it's a room temperature cake. <laughs> yes. He just breathes on it heavy. <sighs> With like a Suzon of Sierra Mist. <laughs> oh, you wish. Oh, speaking of Sierra Mist, I, I 
I was talking to Johnny, and I just want to prove this. So I have a. They finally started oh, stocking Diet Mountain Lightning. Diet Mountain Lightning, but it's a Walmart soda again. Good price, sixty-seven okay. cents. I've only had one glass, and it's been tightly sealed. So that was about twenty-eight minutes ago. I want yeah. everyone to hear how much carbonation is left from the second opening. Well, that's not. That's not bad. But not bad. that's not a lot. <laughs> it's, it's for really, a fresh bottle of Diet Mountain Lightning. It is so tepidly flat. Speaking of toilet toilet water, <laughs> but Are you I making I, a cake with that. Oh my god! I just had a serious. See, this shows I'm drinking too much soda. I just had a legitimate panic attack because out of the side of my eye, as I was putting it away, I was like, "Caffeine free, calorie, <laughs> calorie free, calorie free." Okay, good. Got to watch the waistline, but not the uh, baseline. Drinking caffeine-free Mountain Lightning would be like smoking nicotineless just cigars. Suck on, suck on a battery. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Right. I told you I'm considering smoking a pipe, huh? Is that a good move? They can all vape. I'm thinking about getting it all... I need something to grab and suck on like the guy from the staircase when I'm doing my I writing. worked with a, a guy uh, who smoked pipes, like was into pipe tobacco. Like he had a studio space and he didn't smoke his pipe all the time, but he did it then. And like you get into it, like it's like a legit... You get the right tobacco, but you get the right pipe. Yeah. Something got a nice fit and you get a nice smells pipe, good pipe tray next to your like writing station, obviously, or when you're like working outside or something. So I'm trying, Meg and I are looking, we're looking at like houses potentially. Oh, well, mm. not, I, I put in a loan application today. <laughs> that is, if you want to know your worth, try and fill out a loan application. Oh, and go like, gracious. Hey, can I borrow oh, $300,000? I have I, nothing. I, I can lie I to went, you. I can lie to I you. I can't finish this. They want documents. I filled it out. I got almost done, and then they wanted documents. I went, well, I need to scroll back and <laughs> change some of my answers. Erase your answers off the back of that Diet Mountain Lightning label that you were writing it on. But uh, one of my, like, well, it, it, I can add it later, but I want, like, all I, I want a Unabomber style writing shed. So that's where I can do my pipe oh, smoking. Yeah. Just something in the back, four walls, a cot, army cot. And oh, Ashley, and and about it. She, she's told me, she got me on the idea. She's like, if we ever get something, we're going to have it out of town and she has said like i want you to have a little like neil gaiman style like roll doll right and shed area yeah, that's like, exactly that's all back. i want yes and she turned me onto the idea and i was like i can get behind that that sounds great put all my filing cabinets in there don't need anything fancy just it's a it's a way to step away put a hole in the wall to pee in the garden my old tomato plant throw it in there well, yeah, the, I'm already getting, like, because the dogs just keep, like, barking, so I got to, you know, walk on eggshells when I'm leaving in the morning because I don't want them to wake up Ruby. So I was like, put a dog door on there, shove the damn dogs in the shed at night. They can sleep in the shed. <laughs> Basically, you're just going to build a dog shed that you have a computer in, a yeah. little laptop station. It'll be there. You know, I, we already claimed the old couch, me and the dogs, so it, it'll be great. But, oh, and that's where I'll, obviously I'm not going to smoke a pipe inside. I'm not. Of course. But it's like we there was a uh, a place in Brooklyn that 
I went to a couple times and it was like classic old school, like just off of uh, the uh, Atlantic Terminal, like proper fucking cigar bar. Oh, yeah, sure. Great. Like you go in, they have a couple TVs. And like, that's the thing. Like I went for a guy I worked with. He had a baby. So it was like, I think it was called DiCarlo's, I think was the name of it. Okay. And we just were like, we're going to go. You had a baby. We're going to go smoke cigars. There's this like cigar place nice. down the street from where you live. Let's go. It was the most fun and like surreal experience I've ever had. And I went another time with the same people. And then Ashley and I went once. And you go in. You can bring BYOB. Your own cigar? You, or your you own You got to pay for cigars, but you bring your own booze. Yes, that's how they so get away with it. So for this, yeah, we sure. brought... There's a liquor store down the street, so we bought. We're like, for smoking cigars, Bottle we're gonna scotch get or something. a couple little scotches, and it it made sense because yeah. you smoke a cigar, and it's a slow thing. You can't smoke it like a cigarette. No, I know. Like yeah. it, it doesn't for like. So you're just forced to sit, just and talk, chill out, and enjoy the space. And people like. Off-duty cops were coming in. Hasidic guys were coming in. Mm-hmm. People on dates were coming in. It was the most sort of like New York. It's like that movie experience. Smoke. Yeah, it just was. It makes and it sense. It was awesome. And you sit there, and we sat there for two hours because that's how long it takes you to smoke sure. a cigar properly. And then you get a crazy fucking cigar nicotine buzz. Yeah, th- those feel good too. And, and either you get sick or you you're like. Let's just fucking wander around, dude. Well, it's a different kind of nicotine buzz, right, too? Because, I mean, unless you're a, you know, a maniac, maybe you take a few couple puffs into the old lungs, but really you're just kind of chilling and you get that buzz just Mm -hmm. from, you know, the contact in your mouth. Yeah, from the the soft tissue in your mouth, like from your cheeks. Like, it's weird. I had a fun, like, so I used to smoke cigars a lot uh, more. And in New York, there's a place off of, uh, Bryant Park. It's called Barclay Rex. It's just like a cool cigar mm-hmm. store. Beautiful. Nice yeah. walk-in humidors. Walk-in. And it's also the dudes that have been there forever, right? But that's yeah. what it is. It's a cigar store, but they do have ashtrays because under whatever grand, uh, grandfather, I don't know what other term, but other laws that are still in effect, you can smoke in a technical cigar shop. But right. so I buy some cigars, you know, I was getting like a variety. I would go in there. They, they carried the Brazilian torpedoes, which I liked. <laughs> uh, but like I'd go in there a few times. And then finally, the guys like going to smoke one in here. And you kind of then you observe because I'm just in like buy mode. Like it's fun. Like picking out cigars are fun. Uh, yeah. And I'll kind of look around. And it's just. Like just guys standing around a tall circular ashtray like. Because there's nothing to do in there. There's not even chairs. No. But So guys just wanted to smoke you indoors. So I was like, no, I'm talk. good. I'm good. You're forced to, like, <laughs> hang out. No, no, this wasn't so a So you hang. better, like, bring friends. Like, in oh. that situation, you're like, oh, cool, seven strangers. An excuse to take a couple toots off this cigar inside. Not worth it. <laughs> I, uh... Oh man, I'm. But no, uh, you feel like you should be looking at a map of the world, like Winston Churchill. Yes, because there you you're go. just like it does transport you. There is something about it. it. It just it does. It slows things down, and you're just like, I have this thing, and I'm gonna 
smoke this cigar and just this moment. Like it's weird. Well, there's... I guess, which I guess in this li- like where we live now with fucking everything we're connected and you got a phone and everything like this thing just slows you down to like this is what you're doing. Well, that's the thing I'm thinking about incorporating into because all I think about is like something while I'm writing. And you think about that because when I'm writing, I'm kind of a little frenetic. I was doing some today and I'm mm-hmm. go, 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 go. And if I'm not careful, I don't do this. Lean back. Take a breath, which look over, and then you, you, you pick that up, and you kind of to keep it keep it going because otherwise it's going to go cold, right? It's and like, it's, what's the fucking point? And then it's like a cigar, so, right? Got to keep, you got to mm-hmm. tend man the. And it's I feel like it's a way to to, it's like a training exercise for your brain too because like if you're going 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 on this one thing you you might be going on tangents you might be going wherever if you take back mm. even though it's the simplest thing. Your brain does yeah. have to take one moment to focus on something else. And even better, if it's something like complex that you're working on and heady, yeah. you have to step back and just focus on something as simple as fire and smoke. Oh, no, totally. Like, that's how I, like, I, like, take weird little breaks. Like, that's when I'll go do the dishes. Oh, Work yeah. Work on something and be sure. like, I got to take, because, like, how often... When you're so super focused and then you're like, okay, cool. I can't finish this. I got to go to work or I got to go meet Meg or whatever. And then on your way, you're like, oh yeah, for sure. You get all the answers to the problems you had had for the last two hours Mm -hmm. because you had that break to just like zone out. Yeah, that's right. And it, and it's all, it's all there. It just hasn't, you haven't, I've been, I've been, cause I've been working on this story and it's like I have everything and I've, I've been like chipping away and writing it. And it is exactly when I step away and I'm doing something, I'm not mm-hmm. focused on the story. I can like visualize literally paragraphs or chunks of the story, yeah. w- putting them in structure, like in format. Like, oh, I'll take totally. this and put it here and like put this puzzle together. Well, and that was the, that's like the one thing I miss the most about New York is that uh, I would like – the days I'd have off, like I'd work during the day and then meet Ashley after work. Mm-hmm. So I'd be working all day. And then I loved, like I would just walk, like I I'd know. walk from my apartment into Manhattan mm-hmm. and just put a podcast in and just think because I loved the walk. Cause then you just free up so much stuff and you just get all the answers you would been fucking waiting on forever. That's what I, 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 I that's why I bought like the last two years I rarely took the subway I was on my bike all the time and yeah and not at first but once you get in a rhythm with the city like I you just everybody's like you don't have to worry about like too much focus on the track you're just in it and I just had like the best sessions through it's like being on a like a a, an inner tube like you just keep you I would leave my apartment and I would walk from Crown Heights Mm -hmm. to Williamsburg and either days then do like work work for my job and then like do a couple hours there and then walk across the bridge, which was the fucking greatest thing in the entire world is walking across the Williamsburg bridge and just, you see the city and get the thing and just like, you just goes. What's interesting. So it's those breaks. Definitely. I am now I'm like, yeah, take a break, work for an hour, go do something else, mm-hmm. clean the bathroom. Yep. Like do something, chase, chase Harvey around the apartment. Like do, you need a break. Cause then you're going to shake something loose. 
Yeah, exactly. Because you just get so super focused on one thing, you can't snatch that other thing that's... Mm-mm. Speaking of snatch, transition, baby. I was sort of planted a, a, a sweet pepper seed for you. Uh, mm. Fun thing happened to me at work yesterday. Oh, good. I am... So part of work is we get busy, people coming in for wine tastings and... Uh, for the wine tastings, you know how like, you know, usually you get something as like a palate cleanser. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we have like popcorn. We make popcorn. We put it out for the wine. It's something that kind of breaks up in between the wine, gives you something to kind of clear your palate. I don't know, there's no sure. other term for that. But and also like just munch. Munch, yeah. And we get so busy, like you can like run out of popcorn. So like somebody's like, we're out of popcorn. So I'm utility man. I'm running back. And... Fucking popcorn, dude. I'm making popcorn, and there's none made. We have a, they have like a cool like classic popcorn maker where you start it up, put the kernels in, put the oil, it spins Just it around. Dug that out of old Leland's basement. <laughs> exactly. That's what donated you're it. Yes. <laughs> the old carnival popcorn maker. <laughs> um, but there was none in there. But all that was left on the. Or I guess I'll get to it. So I'm making popcorn. I'm busy. All of a sudden, from around. Sorry, I got a uh, message. Same here. Oop. Henning. Oh, yeah, it's a picture of him. It up. He's giving us the MJ. <laughs> He's fucking water banding it. <laughs> the wet banding that house. That poor family. Oh, yeah. Right now, by the way, Henning is slipping his ass down the back steps of the McAllister household. <laughs> but we'll wait for him to fill us in on that. <laughs> so I'm at the popcorn machine. I'm focused. I'm making popcorn thinking about what's going on, all of a sudden you can just feel a presence behind you. And nobody should be there because yeah. the popcorn machine is like away. Like customers don't it's go behind, that behind, clearly demarcated. This is yes. employees only. <laughs> just feel this warmth behind me. And all of a sudden, oh, this arm just <laughs> slinks in front of me. And I look down and it's a hand holding one of our popcorn bowls, like a cereal bowl. Empty. I'm like, what? Because there's over. no popcorn. I get why it's empty. Yeah, I, I get look, it. I look over my left shoulder, and it is if Gallagher were smeared with olive oil. It is just a <laughs> ugly, greasy Gallagher-looking guy. Fucking Are but- you sure it wasn't actually just Gallagher <laughs> smeared with olive oil? Did well, you check his ID? It was, it was Gallagher goes Bahamas, because he had like... <laughs> He was, you know, older Gallagher, too, so he had a mustache with little white hairs in it, long, stringy hair, but then he had, like, a Bermuda shirt. It was Crosby? And, from and Crosby, Stills, and Ash and Young? <laughs> Here's the kicker. He had, he had like, teen shorts on, though, like, shorts that go halfway down the shins. Oh, the big, <laughs> like, the fat Kev Smith shorts? Fat <laughs> Kev Smith's on. So I look back. The shorts? And this goofball is just smiling ear to ear, but not saying anything, holding this bowl in front of me. And just so I had to break it. I go, yes. This goes. That is good. Uh, he's from Boston. That's good popcorn. I go, yeah. What? And he shakes. He, that was all he said. And then he just shakes this empty bowl. And yeah, it's good popcorn. Uh huh. He goes, got a little more. And I, you know, it's in front of us. <laughs> so this pop- <laughs> this popcorn comes down. If the popcorn is full, you put it down and it's down. But when it's empty, yeah, there's like holes that aren't popped, <laughs> kernels, husks, 
little like shards are down there, but like I point to him, I go, "There's really nothing left." He just goes, "Ah, it's okay." And just I go, "All right." I grab the bowl, <laughs> take the scoop, and just <laughs> scrape the bottoms, and just like, like a raw. like a human rooster, like not willing to admit that we just had a conversation that there's nothing edible there, digs his hand in this bowl of kernels and hulls and just goes. I had good popcorn. <laughs> She's crunching away. It's just breaking. But my teeth are hurting. And, oh no! But he, you know, still popping little kernels in his mouth and walking back with a jaunt, like he's happy with what he got. And what, do you it have was ox teeth. Like, how can you eat these husks? <laughs> but it sounds like I was like I just had the most amazing like because i turned away and it was just one of those times where i just instantly got to live that experience and i just started tears streaming down my face laughing trying to control my laugh because i was like that was that guy was that was the funniest strangest interaction and i was like oh yeah like that guy probably gets like picked on or he's weird or like people are like that fucking asshole i was like no that level of weird goofiness like exists for exactly this reason like that like (laughs) level that was like podcast level of like not being able to catch my breath laughing and i was like that's worth it right there that guy's got to be the strangest gallagher smear forever like just bring that joy but i think only i and you and henning and the small group of people can appreciate the the joy in strange normalcy if that makes any sense Mm because it's not like it's not like some weirdo like you know juggling coins like trying to be weird like that guy sees no irony that like he's just an old dirty hippie let's be honest like that guy wanted free popcorn because he paid seven dollars to taste wine and he's getting more than one bowl of popcorn he he literally couldn't wait a hundred and twenty seconds Seconds. for the fucking the two minutes it takes to pop fresh popcorn (laughs) like he committed to the bit like he was committed i need something in my gullet right now and i'm not making small talk the amount of small talk (laughs) i'm making was this is good popcorn as he starts eating garbage and you're like sir that's the garbage he's like i said this was good popcorn and the best You're eating a tin can sir <laughs> but as his back turned and he started walking back to his group i bet that's literally when he started hearing pop 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 pop, right. pop. and i bet he's he like oh son of a bitch <laughs> or you know what like... that couldn't have happened because he's the type of guy if he heard that he would have turned on say, that time like baloo the bear from jungle book he <laughs> yes. would have like tooted back on a song and just eaten all the let the popcorn pop into his mouth uh, and, uh, he, I had just happened cause I was utility man. So I was moving all over and then his friends that he was with bought like a case of wine or they had like a certain amount and we told mm. him we do like a deal if you buy a case. And then of course he, piped in, he piped in, he was like, <laughs> ah, if you're doing a case, cause it's basically like, it's like you do a case, you know, buy 12 bottles, basically your 12th one free. And when that came out, he goes, I gotta add a bottle of your case if you want. I gotta put a bottle in there. And I was like, oh, this guy's putting the bottle of wine in there and that guy ain't paying shit. <laughs> no, he got the free bottle. And you know how I knew that? It's because they did go for it. And they don't they had a whole case of wine. And they're still yeah. it's early. They're gonna walk around the property, maybe go there's a distillery on the property, you can taste like booze and stuff. 
So it's like, oh, we'll just keep your case back here. I'll put your name on it. And, you know, taking, he just goes, oh, no, no, no. Because the one guy's like, yeah, sure. And he goes, oh, hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. No, not even that. He's not even cordial enough to do that. He opened, pried back open the box, took his own bottle out, put it <laughs> under his arm, and walked out. <laughs> he didn't even care enough about the rest. He was like, well, I got I to gotta watch out for my own. Oh, man, this guy is just infinite joy from that guy. God. I had a, uh, this happened a little while ago, but it was like classic Tales from Barba's Palace, like classic bar story. Sure. (laughs) And like, and you'll, you'll, you'll get the guy immediately. So like I bartend at a movie theater, so it's busy when we're showing movies. Mm hmm like that are popular and then when they're not it tends to be pretty slow so this was one of those slow moments so wait remind me sorry remind me do you play contemporary movies and then like throwback reels or yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they do they program like right now they're doing something cool called uh horror 101 and they're playing as voted the 101 greatest horror movies of all time like throughout the entire year so they'll they like the first one for uh, Valentine's Day was Candyman, so they played Candyman for three days, and then they're just like cycling through. So it's a hundred and one, and you just kind of you got to come see them on the three days they're playing them, or you're gonna miss it. Sure, but that's then great. they play like Captain Marvel or mm-hmm. you know whatever's coming out now. So it was one of those Danny books, like oh, yeah, Danny books. It was a Danny book day, and. Uh, I'm I'm an old bartender. I'm I'm tur- definitely turning into a Chris Clark. Oh, don't say that. Just I'm just love salty. I'm just, I love him that, too. Like that's, that's why I'm saying it because I fucking now I I get it. I respect him. I get it. Oh sure. All right. I, fair. Um, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I, behind the bar, I set up the bar. I got no business. I'm not making any money. And all of a sudden, this guy comes in. Comes in. Arms spread wide. Like, boom, walks in, but he had thrown his hat on the bar. Okay. Little, like, pork pie hat. So he tosses his hat before he walks to the bar and then spreads his arm wide, like, oh, yeah. And, like, saunters up to the bar. I'm like, okay, we got a live wire here. Uh-huh. All right. I haven't done shit today, and I'm not about to start for you, sir. <laughs> so he saunters up to the bar, and I was like, what can I get for you? He's like, ah. You know what? I actually, I don't need a drink. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> and he's like, I was in here this weekend, and um, God, I can't. I don't remember his name, but we uh, we're talking about basketball. We made a bet on the old basketball game, and I lost. I owe him a little bit of money. Uh, he's the guy that worked behind the bar, and immediately I'm like, A, I don't give a shit. Right about your story and like who you made a bet with, and also it's really vague, <laughs> really vague. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, yeah, but I, like I said, I was in here on, sa- I think it was, it was Saturday, definitely Saturday. So the guy that was working where you are right now, Saturday, we made a bet about basketball. I lost, I owe him money. Can you tell me his name? And I was like, don't know who was working on Saturday. Like, didn't move. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not right. doing it. I'm not going like, to go into the schedule. It's also, like, it's not, like, a handful. It's, like, me, you, and Henning. Like, there are 
fucking 15 people that work here and come and go. And I'm like, I don't know. I, think I, I don't know, A, but also B, I don't give a shit. You don't work with Tony the Greek? <laughs> right, exactly. So he's like, ah, okay, okay, okay. He was, um, God damn, what's his name? I Like I said, I owe him money. He's like, you're hot. He's like a little taller than you. And he's like going in this thing. And I was like, I don't know who was here on Saturday. I really don't. He's like, well, he's like clean cut. He's got kind of long hair. Like he's doing the, the vague. Like, he's given every description. He's tall, but he's he's short. He's fat, but he's skinny. He's just describing this whole thing. I was like, yeah, I don't. I really don't know who you're talking about. I don't know who was here. I can't help you right now. Would you like a beer? And he's like, maybe I'll get a beer. But I really got to know who was here on Saturday because I own money. We were talking about basketball. And he was being really vague about the basketball game. He didn't even get into who was, I was playing. Gonna, I was just going to ask, yeah. I was like, ah. Uh, so he just kept at it. He was just like, I, I, I got to get him this money. And I was like, well, I can leave a note for somebody and just say, Hey, were you here on Saturday? What's your name? And he was like, that doesn't matter woman. But here's my, ah, ah, ah. and he kept going into it. And I just kept the apathetic, like, I don't know. I can't tell you. Sure. And he just kept describing this guy. And I was like, I don't. And in the back of my mind, I'm trying to think of people who work here. And I was like, a, it's a movie theater. We're all nerds. Right. Basketball. Nobody bet you on fucking basketball. This isn't like trailer park. Like, that's what I was thinking. It was like, this is not the bar for just like striking up a conversation about basketball because they don't play sports on the television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play like old movies. That That's like something like, I think that guy's thinking of an old movie. Bartenders don't care enough to be like, hey, let's bet on the old game tonight, huh? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> clean, clean, clean the glass. Um, that just doesn't happen. No, so it was just like there was no... It's not a sports talk place. So I was like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. And so he just keeps at like, but he's like your type, but he's short. And he's big, but he's small. And he's like this. And he's like Kind of like a fat, skinny guy. I was like, I don't know. Uh, Maybe Kirk? Like just pulled the name. Just a random Kirk. guy. <laughs> Who it wasn't. Like there's an A guy that works at the movie theater whose name is Kirk. And I was like, Kirk? And he was like, oh, yeah, Kirk. Kirk fucked my wife. I love it. Is Kirk here right now? (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, I just went. uh, (laughs) Sorry, Kirk. uh, No, Kirk's not here. There is no Kirk. And and there is a Kirk, and Kirk did not fuck your wife. I guarantee (laughs) it. Kirk's 19 years old, and he he can't drink. This guy's just like unhinged. So it just turned, and I was like, Oh, okay. And he was like, because I'm fucking here. I was at X, Y, and Z bar, whatever. And he was like, this motherfucker is fucking with my wife. And if he's here right now, I ain't a fucking kill him. That's amazing. <laughs> so immediately I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Kirk's not here right now. <laughs> you got like, interested you real fucking quick. fucking see Kirk, <laughs> tell him I'm fucking coming for him. And I was like, what the fuck? So, like, then he grabs his little pork by hat and storms out. And I immediately, I'm like, well, I guess I got to call the fuck security because this guy said he was going to kill somebody. I wonder if that was, like, performance art or something. It was totally, like, because in my head I was like, ah, fuck, I don't know. 
I don't care who you bet some guy about the Pacers basketball game. Right. And then immediately, because he was all smiles. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> I could so see his good. fucking crazy eyes. He just went, because this guy fucked my wife. Oh, man. And I was like, this is the, a comedy sketch. I had no idea that was going to happen to me right now. I didn't see that's where that was going either. I thought, I it, either. I thought he was going to try and do like the old. I thought he was trying to finagle a little dough out of you or something. See, that's what I thought, too. Like, I was like, he's scheming. Like, you could tell he's a schemer because he walked in. That fucking big walk, arms open. Oh, man, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? And I'm like, what do you want? Just order a drink or don't. Like, why are you here? So, like, I'm immediately looking for a scheme. I saw a scheme coming a mile away. Did not see he was looking for someone who fucked his wife. And then that's when I realized, like, I think he's drunk right now or, like, I was high gonna... on something because then he left yeah. mm-hmm. and then talked to somebody at the concession stand and tried to run the same scam where he's like so i was here and i uh somebody bought uh sold me some snow caps on saturday no, i don't need uh, milk duds right now but i'm uh i was talking about the knicks with this guy he's like a little tall a little skinny i was like he's fucking crazy just looking for some insane person to get into a fist fight with yeah i don't know maybe it was shane because shane fucking killed my dad (laughs) that's exactly what it was as soon as i gave him a name he was like kirk fucked my wife kirk i love that i I bet that hairs on kirk's neck wherever he was stood up and went hey something's going on here i don't know what it is i got a voodoo feeling i guess i should have fucked that guy's wife oh man i mean if i'm gonna if i'm gonna pay the repercussion for it I think that guy doesn't like. So one, I think the people in his orbit are in danger. I don't think he has a wife. I think he has maybe like a waitress he likes at a restaurant that he thinks should be his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, it was like there's a guy in the kitchen. Like he said that, and in my head, I'm like, no one here's cool enough to fuck anybody's wife. Yeah, that's not a thing. Like, that was immediately my thing. I was like, if I was working at another, if I was working at a bar, I would go through my head and be like, well, there's a couple guys I know who, like, can cat around and, like, maybe that's their thing. And I was like, nobody here is fucking cool enough to, like, fuck a guy's wife. (laughs) But there's a guy who works in the kitchen, like a tall, rebel without a cause? Punk rocker guy. So he was there, and like in my head, as he was like prying me, I was like, "There's only one guy here that's cool enough to like, even close enough to being cool enough to meet a girl in a bar." And I didn't mention his name. <laughs> so as I'm like, get on the walkie-talkie, I'm like, "Hey, this guy is here. He's crazy. He threatened to like kill this fake person." <laughs> he was like, as I told you, he was talking to the concessions person. He saw the tall guy from the kitchen walk out. And you just went, Kirk, Kirk, you oh, fucked my wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> just put it on some random dude. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Yeah, I get it. And the guy's it, like, man. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know I don't your wife. About his wife. Now that you mention it, I don't think I've ever, like, that's such a thing I hear so often on, like, movies and reading books. Like, that guy fucked my wife. But, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I've, ne- I've certainly never had a conversation with anybody's like if 
fucking that guy's wife because i know already like i couldn't have because my yeah, reaction would be like not my friend anymore like, what like you, that's gross what you're fucking a wife what's wrong with Why you are you bragging about this Ugh. Uh, yeah all yeah that's a very they should like categorize communities by amounts of guys that are like fucking his wife dude like i don't want to live in salinas all right (laughs) because the guy said it and i was like this is like a fucking uh cohen brothers bull sketch yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh god yeah and then he just put it on like any random person he found the next attractive person and was like that's you kirk you fucked my wife and was like that's just a guy on the street it is. It's going bad. It's very nine. Maybe it's just my infatuation with Boogie Nights. Very nineteen seventies, fucking yeah. wives. It, was, it seems like more of a thing of the of the past. Now people are just like, nah, it's too much. Just don't get married. Too much yeah. effort. Yeah, we don't have. Yeah. That's not a thing people have to do anymore. Yeah, there's. You don't get the juice from it. It just doesn't work. Yeah, somebody was talking about today, like. You know, thinking about marriage for, like, taxes and healthcare. I was like, oh, but, like, on the fence, I was like, oh, don't worry. Wait two years. That's done. Like, you'll get the same breaks. Yeah. Just just chill. It's fine. You don't feel right. obligated to do something that um, uh, entangling, if you will, to, to look at it very pragmatically. Because people that do that are the people you end up seeing on Dateline. So just take it right. easy. Yeah. Don't worry about a tax break. Get married Step if you want back. to. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. Like, if it's something that's important to you, you should probably do it. But well, if you're just like, how can I save money on my, my 1060? Taxes, taxes. Just don't. Don't. You're not in marriage. Or at least I met a guy for you. He's looking for someone who's looking for wives. Yeah. He's walking down on Wall Street tooting cocaine off uh, Michael Jackson's adult dong right now. He's got an adult dog. <laughs> I didn't like anything about the, 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 the obviously who does. I, I hate to meet the guy who was like, really loving that. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. <laughs> oh, that's amazing part of a sketch. Guys, I want you to, what's your top from now on? All right. I love it. I love conversations. That's a huge conversation piece. What's your favorite movie? That's going to yeah. be my answer from now on. Uh, Finding Neverland, Neverland. Part Fun. two. Part two, though. The dong part. What is adult? The yeah. What did you like better, part one or part two? Oh, part two. Jump the shark. <laughs> Definitely. It's like, it's like Kill Bill one and two. Kill Bill two. Finding Neverland two. Way better. I mean, it's really good with the uh, audio commentary by uh, that chimp handler by that maid that caught him in the treehouse. There were beds in every crook in that house. It's like a sketch. <laughs> It's like that house. I have a small apartment, and it's like if there were that many places to sleep in this apartment, it would drive me fucking crazy. Right, you'd never get anything done. But if there's like a fucking dirty mattress in every nook and cranny, like, what is this fucking Godfather one? Like, you go into the mat with fucking the mats. Yeah, it's Stino Matelli. <laughs> Stino Matelli. <laughs> like that name. Going to oh. the mattresses. Oh my god! Yeah, totally different meaning. Oh, and the, the, yeah, I guess we can come full circle. Just that juxtaposition of the most amount of magic that is earthly possible for a child. Yes. 
in but then, like, tandem like you said. with the nighttime. So literally, like, and that's a very literal fact. Like, we would walk through an arcade with games that really weren't released. We're not talking about Uncle Tony from Colorado. These were real Midway. games. Like, they're sending yes. new stuff. This is Area 51 before it was even out. But before your three guys, three lives are done, there's a dirty mattress a fucking in the fucking janitor's closet. God. See, that was the fucking part. I was like, okay. You can't prove he did it, but I was like, that shit is the circumstantial evidence. Like, that's the shit you get hung on. The fact that there's beds everywhere. Like, the movie theater, where it's like, we have a movie theater, but then there's a tiny movie theater behind the movie theater that watches the movie theater that's full of beds. (laughs) Like, there's just beds everywhere. Who takes that many naps? Nobody. I will say one thing that it's sad to say that I can relate to, but totally and, and not in an abusive way, except for upon myself. Old Michael took a took a cue out of the old Frywall playbook when, you know, first do a little uh, masturbation sesh. You don't want to get caught. So if you're still at home, you put tacks on the floor, close every door between you. Put a couple's bells with strings. You know if somebody's coming. <laughs> like you're like, it's like I want alone. to fall down the stairs so I know they're coming. <laughs> that is a funny sketch. Like the Home Alone traps just for parents. Like when you're, uh, I know you're jerking off to an old fucking Sports Illustrated swimsuit catalog. But like, this I iron, if this iron falls on your dad's head, it's gonna break. Yeah, his neck. he's gonna die. <laughs> And we're not going to get retirement because it's too early because he didn't get hurt on the job. He got hurt because you fucking shot him in the leg with the fucking BB gun. <laughs> you sick fuck. Because you were jerking off to a still of Lauren Holly from fucking <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. It's still loading. <laughs> That's not Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Bad. I wish. I, I wish. You know, these things you... Like, I've got my old journals, I got all these things, but if I could find that one floppy disk that we all pooled our money together and paid $50 with, like, nine celebrity nudie pictures on it, and they were all... I I wish I had in front of me to see, because, boom, Uncanny Valley, we're just like, Mm -hmm. something off here, because it's Halle Berry on an old woman's body (laughs) face, you know? (laughs) So, like, I've, I've worked myself up, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's this lather is uh, this is on. <laughs> I paid good money for this floppy disk. Sure. And I only have I only have a half an hour between one and one thirty when everybody else is at baseball practice or at work. Yeah, uh, puberty like male uh, adole- sexual adolescence is it's, disgusting. It's a dog. <laughs> just yeah. dogs yeah you all just have like, one disc that you but but i will say you never see a more organized group of fucking you might as well have pens in your ears and the green visor on accountants like all right uh, here we go you're gonna be 130 to 145 yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh you gotta get across town by uh well, you got six minutes to get across town to uh tony scamino's place otherwise uh, he's gonna break your legs because we all made an agreement here and uh, from the, the internet the running. Like, yeah, no one's home for a while we got a full printer full of printer ink I'm printing out a bunch of uh, nudie pictures off the internet, (laughs) and then folding them expertly into one weird, creepy mosaic. Like it's one, like 
eight by eleven thing, like perfectly edited, and it's just a thousand pairs of bosoms, bare bosoms I on never one piece of paper. Thought about using the printer. I it's will postmodern. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I thought I thought of it all. There is. It's amazing what you don't need anything, but like so from the age of. I'm going to say 12 to 14, I had two pages, pages of two, pornography, front and two, back, two pages. folded, yeah. hidden, sometimes in my pillowcase, you know, like, <laughs> like a loaded gun under my head. I didn't want anybody to get next, but that's all I had, right? And that was fine. That It did the exact same trick as, what did I say, 14? The yeah. mo- then, from 14... My buddy, who we both know, got in trouble for stealing a bottle of vodka from his grandparents. So his parents were going to, what do they call it? Flip the cell. They were going to flip the cell. But he had probably, I was going to over-exaggerate, but he legitimately had 60 to 65 hardcore, club confidential, triple X, real deals, and he couldn't have them. His parents are going to flip the cell for that vodka. So I went from two pages to like a guy who found a briefcase full of money and was worried the mob was watching, hiding like a rat or a squirrel pornography all over the house. So I went from two pages to having 60 to having two million pages of pornography and it didn't make a difference. It didn't it didn't increase my activity. So it doesn't matter. You I could draw to your two pages you were like i wistfully looking back when i had no options because now all i do is spend my time trying to decide there you go that is the issue like just keep two pages because all i I couldn't concentrate my grades went down because i was like i haven't seen you know volume 375 that's hidden you know that's (laughs) hidden under under the wood pile out back by the shed right you get in your own head and you're like well, what else is in the woodpile? What if I think there's something out there? I can't, I can't, I can't do it until I take it until I see what's in the woodpile. Hans, Hans, can you please answer the question? Uh, oh, what? Huh? Uh, woodpile. What? A woodpile. What is woodpile? Wood? Wooden? Get to the principles of <laughs> Your pants are around your goddamn ankles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just no. It's not that you had the wrong answer, Hans. Just it's your that you're. Spreading your butt cheeks and <laughs> and and drawing a picture of class. a flower. <laughs> Please sit down. And that's the thing that there you go. That was the thing when I heard that them say, you know, no, he has a man's genitals. And you go, oh yeah, because honestly, I just pictured it like I don't know, like a clown squirting flower, some something as unreal as him. It had to be, but no, it has to be horrific because it was. And it unkempt and just as like a, like he's like, been running track for a week, pulling down those scrunchy undies under all that beautiful belted, magnificent, too many gloriously belts. tailored stuff. That's not a new statement. Too many belts. <laughs> That's a dad. You're a dad from 1984. Bad. <laughs> too many. Bad. Belts. I'll tell you what's Kid. bad. That choice. Too many belts. Belts. Can hear him coming though. <laughs> Well, there was that in the the first part when it uh, that w- one kid was like, "Yeah, my dad really uh, he loved when we had to give the old uh, you know paparazzi the run around." And I was like, "That's the most dad thing in the world." 
Ashley and I both looked at each other and were like, fucking dumb dad. He just loved fucking goosing the fucking paparazzi in his hot rod. Hey, so I love how As his <laughs> son's kissing a man in the backseat. Stop and stop it. No one's following us now. Because I was going to say, I, I had that same reaction. I was like, oh, man. And you don't think he can get any dumber of a dad. And then it's like, you know, 10 Just minutes later, it's a still image. Cinder and walk. he's got the, the the bad tour cap on, yeah. still with the tag on it. Bad letterman's jacket on. He's just got all the swag on. Warner Brothers ball cap. Like, he just prominently backstage passed. You know he's fucking eating all that cheese tray. And that's what also, like, there's all of the awful nonsense but it's like like michael jackson hanging out at your house like it was annoying oh so it annoyed me anybody it made me anxious I was anybody like, you're a 30 year old man and you're hanging out at my house with all my the time and you can't leave because you literally annoying. can't leave because people will see you come on come on and you're a hunt you're a hundred billionaire and you're like can i just sleep on your floor <laughs> where the dog sleeps <laughs> like like I'm going to put you in the backseat of the car and leave it running. Like, I don't know what to do. You can't. You got to get out of my house. Because you own a ranch. You have a jet. I was on a jet with you. Let's go down your jet. Can we go on your jet? Yeah, I don't don't know. But I I will say, will you recommend it? Oh, the documentary? Yeah. Is it your favorite movie? It's mine. Part two. Uh, I got to say, yeah. Especially where it was like. He's he's hung like a man. <laughs> I don't think he's. <laughs> They're twisting my words, man. Oh, They're God. twisting my words, man. It's my words, <laughs> so like this serious uh, dialogue it's like of Chad Snell sketch. You're like, Ooh. he's like. So he pulled him down, and I was like, and I licked my lips. And you're like, guys, 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 stop talking, guys, stop talking, stupid sucks i'm gonna put that last (laughs) i'm gonna edit this and take all these parts off where we're horrible people and then i can't lose it because you can't lose good material i'm just gonna give them a good long green die green day style bonus track everybody will have to listen to 15 minutes of dead air before they hear Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. So I just recorded the promo, and I'm in the car, and I just listened back to it, and I want to hang myself from a high beam, because I don't like what I sound like sometimes, being hard, but it's my birthday, I'll promote if I want to. But if I want to, you would promote to if it were you. Uh, 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 uh. Great song. You, many of you may know it from Problem Child. One or two. I'm not sure which. Gilbert Godfrey was a bitch in that movie. Oh my god, the kid is back! Oh god, I'm a principal and the kid is back! How did those fucking movies get fucking made god bless them god bless you all great review and i love you i bet that godfrey blew the fucking roof off of the levels on this let's find that out
it's all by myself. Noah was luck. <laughs> Fucking train going around his bed. That shit gets like, annoying. That's too loud. Too loud. That house. It's too much shit. I mean, I know he pays people to clean up after him. Like, I just fucking went dumb dad mode, and I was like, I can't. I'm having a panic attack this year about of crap in this house. And it's like, Michael, I don't want to eat fucking mac and cheese, and you like stop it. <laughs> Can we have, like, real food? And I'm not saying we have to have eccentric billionaire lobster, but let's just have a fucking sandwich. I'm This is ridiculous. It's like, my cat is annoying to me, and that's what I, I was like with Michael Jackson. I was like, you're just always behind me and, like, under my feet. Like, you're just always around. Like, you're, you're really bothering me. Too much holding hands. Too much holding hands. Yeah. I'm playing video. I need two hands for these joysticks. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> so, auga. Auga. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> well, let's put those wedding ri- the, that wedding ring scene, man. <laughs> that was, oh, I was like, I can't. Like, that was the height of when my stomach hurt. Oh. And then also that was happening, and I was like, I can't. I, I feel awful, and then I actually feel awful. Oh, yeah, that definitely cemented. I'm going to buy you a ring. I was like, this That ring couldn't fit out. on his the tip of his pinky finger like that brings it home like this guy's a fucking monster yeah he's a fucking he's worse than like yes he's an actual fucking like that's what a real monster is like you have this like he's so soft and like he doesn't get it like that's when why he's a fucking monster exactly yeah because he is a leviathan he's dang like in like the shit where he's like can I just stay at your house? You're a 32-year-old man who is asking a 35-year-old man if you can sleep on my floor so my son can sleep next to you on the couch. Like that's a fucking mo- that's a fucking shark. You're yeah. a fucking monster and you just use your fame and money and you just get to do whatever you want. And you like you're weird. I get it. You don't have any connection to reality, but then it's like, cool, I'm going to leave my kid at your house. See you. I'm yeah, going to the Grand Canyon. And where it leaves it is just like I said, he's 
done for anybody new coming up, which is great. And then if you already exist, you can stop. Like if you like people can do what they want. One. Listen to his music. I don't give a shit. But if you have a Michael Jackson poster in your living room, I I say posters down. Songs are going to come on. It's a good song. It's fine. Sure. Whatever. No, he's going to be relegated to the dustbin of history with Chuck Berry. Where it's like, Chuck Berry contributed a lot to music. Also a weird creep. Yeah, he watched people So they're going to go hand in hand. So here you go. You're I don't gonna know. Be a f- Michael Chuck- Jackson's obviously worse. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> like, obviously worse. I but- guess, but Chuck Berry's probably... People just didn't invent... Chuck Berry wasn't big enough for people to, like, really look into... If you're fucking taping... If you got a... A dump cam you got it's a dump you're cam. a dump cam like the human <laughs> dump cam chuck let's not give chuck bear let's 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 go into a let's, let's go like into a, a, a dump pile on chuck berry i think chuck berry deserves a dump pile sure i guess yeah it's maybe not as big of a dump pile as old mj he was there playing mortal Kombat <laughs> before it was released a lot of fucking mattresses in this house, but, like, I haven't played MK2. <laughs> I love Baraka. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. Oh. Got anything else? I'm trying to see. Oh, now oh, I can save it for later. I went to a real hipster barbershop. You want a hell. fucking beer, man? No, this is a mistake. I, 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 I can't. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't pull that. I, I do, <laughs> but I'm a fucking alcoholic. But I, as they shave my head and put me into a train car. Just well, ship them off. Just throw beer cans at your head until your hair falls out. <laughs> that's like that's like the alcoholic's fear, right? Like you sit down, want a beer? No, I can't. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and then like a frat cold. party, they dump it on your head. Nerd, 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 nerd. I want a drink. <laughs> Try and you take your old hair that has been cut off on the floor and wring that, wring that beer out in your mouth. Suck I fit in. Hair I fit in. I think I pledged. Or got a haircut. <laughs> I don't know which. Either way, I've got to pick up a white chip today. <laughs> God. Thanks, barber shop, and not like the movie. <laughs> oh man, what do you say? Well, I think uh, we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's right. Heading back next week. Uh, we'll find out. We'll see how he's doing. If he's cooling his heels with Harry and Marv in oh. old Sing Sing, not Sing Sing. What's that? Gillette. <laughs> well isn't that the creepy yes. prison that they oh said? yes absolutely i wonder how many beds are in that macaulay household there's one in the attic for sure <laughs> and it was macaulay and it was macaulay i just think macaulay was too famous already too big too big too big to fail if you know what i mean he had the he had all the games. He was already living the Neverland life. So do you think he did like uh so it was just like a calculation in uh the predator's head where he's like I think he's got enough chutzpah to be like whoa 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 whoa. I got to be seen with the most famous kid. 
it's kind of my mo i love that uh i love that uh cory feldman was also in Mm -hmm. uh michael's orbit and he claims he wasn't abused but he also now claims that uh he can't defend michael jackson anymore because the allegations are too legitimate which is great right but i didn't even read his article i just read the title and went cory feldman and i went oh cory feldman and all i could do is go back and watch that today show video i watched it four times it's so good when he, that's what like, he came out and was like yeah he didn't we didn't do anything but then he described their falling out mm-hmm. which was really weird like they had a fight and michael jackson was like can i trust you to not say nasty things about me and he's like i, mean, I would assume he was like 16 at the time i was like Ugh. i don't know what you're talking about and he's like you need to tell me I need to be able to trust you that you're not going to say things about me. So then I'm like, you're f- again, it's not doesn't ping in the best light. If you're picking a fight with this person, that's your friend. But then you're also like, I need you to not say shit about me. See, that's my, it's like, that's fucking crazy. That's what fucking somebody who's guilty says. That's the veil taken away. Cause hopefully Corey, you know, god bless him well that he wasn't abused but mike that sounds like the paranoid predator right there like sure like they might have seen something my world's gonna crumble yeah right once the the cards start tumbling you're really famous you can't say shit about me because he could have easily just like dog piled on yeah. Well, that's and they there that is that's the other thing that's behind that moment where they're like, I don't really want to testify, and that scared me more than anything. Yeah. When Michael flipped, he's like, and then Michael got fucking mean. He was like, "You're gonna fucking defend me because of everything I did for you, or I'm gonna fucking destroy you." Right. It's, it's like, like oh, goosebumps. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like when that softness turns to hard. Can you? imagine just picture his face picture michael jackson's face and or picture the back of his head he's walking away from you and you kind of you know said something wrong and he slowly turns at you with an angry eye i can't think of something more frightening slowly grab a rocks glass and fill it with scotch and you've never seen him drink before exactly and all of a sudden he gets like he stands taller than you've ever seen him before those shoulders go back and you're like wait and he gets there's bass in his voice all of a sudden that wasn't ever there before it's like kaiser soze shit and then you're it's like you mentioned earlier you're not locked in here with me I'm locked in here with you. Like, he turns into Rorschach. Like, he just becomes immediately the scary... Like, going from the most unassuming, weird person in the world to the scariest human being on the entire planet. Yeah, that is a, that is a, a extremely scary image. He just starts punching pictures, breaking pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are pictures of my family! <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have let him in the house. Go to your writing shed. <laughs> Go to your one of a thousand beds. Go to your bed behind the bedroom. His bedroom had a bed above the bed. His bedroom had a bedroom. That's too much. Like, how decadent can you be? Like, your bed has a bed. Like, that's insane. <laughs> 
fucking funny. That's so funny. Picturing, I have a barn for my barn. Picturing a king size bed resting <laughs> atop a bed. On a double king size bed. Oh, that is. Up. No, that's no, like you don't Susie and. That's, that's you my see, bed's like, bed. And Michael Jackson is like a star bellied sneech crawling up this pile of beds because it's such an insane. Oh, he's got thing. a creepy, like, prison star belly sneech tattoo he gave himself. Michael Jack like who's gonna do it <laughs> upon his beddies, he's getting readies <laughs> adult dong. <laughs> Instead of a drawing, it's just an actual photograph of his real dog. No, no, stop. <laughs> oh man. It's just a police file that's written like a fucking Susian novel. And those fucking greaseback lawyers should fucking rot in hell for that guy. So always the same. I was like, what does this country have? Three lawyers? What is happening? Yeah. It's Garagos, uh, Cochran, and Shapiro. Doesn't matter yeah. which coast, which state, it's always these fucking guys. But for those cases, yeah. And guess what? They're good public speakers. They're not good fucking lawyers. They just have good clients with deep pockets. That's it. They, they can yeah, hire they... the biggest team, and they can hire the people that say exactly they what they to need them talk, to say talk to the press they know how to milk it they they're shysters it. they're Every, fucking yeah. con men yeah yeah carpetbagger like huckster classic like we roll into town we're gonna fix everything and then fucking roll out that was it that, that's what they did that's what exactly what he said he's like fuck. larry it was garagos he's like larry i gotta tell you we all know michael jackson's like a 10 year old kid and yeah that's weird What's wrong with being weird? (laughs) That was Larry. He's like, yeah, but uh, what about the dong? What about the dong, Gary? It's an adulter, but come on. on, It's an adulty. What are we? We're not crazy. (laughs) So gross. When's Game of Thrones coming back so we can have a dragon kill these people? Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right. Well, we probably again should have stopped. <laughs> should have stopped a long time ago before we re-incriminated ourselves. Well, that's a, you know we're fuck that guy exactly. and this giant dong. <laughs> they buried him face down. If you know what I mean, I don't know what you mean. It's too big. That I want an open just casket. in case. Not my face. I mean, cover my face with a towel. But I want them to see my miraculous ding. Gross. Say ding. He's in his will. He called it his ding. That that's an art piece right there. Open casket, and it's just a casket with one little tiny opening, like mouse hole opening. It's just a little sarcophagus over your fucking adult sized dong. That is a if just when you see Pornhub needs to hire me just when they think they don't have a category. Glory caskets. One video, and you light that site on fire. Yes, they'd be like, "Wait, what do you mean? It's a, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a glory a casket, fucking, fucking adult size, sticking out of the old tiny gasket." But is it like is the casket on its back or standing up? This isn't glory, mummy. Come on, <laughs> hey, this is real. We're not doing like a period piece. This is an actual, and the genre is spread out. By it's it, the genre. 
but 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 no but the it the spectrum broadens it's not like you're looking for the certain stars or who's in it or or dongs it's style of casket yeah. a western <laughs> Ooh, a nice marble with soft inlay celebrity casket <laughs> well isn't that the big show the like masked singer oh yeah it's like which dong is in this casket <laughs> Casketed ding this fall on Fox. Oh, oh man, I mean, Alan, maybe that's I, Ben Affleck's dong hanging out of that casket. Could be. It's got a it's got a gaudy dragon tattoo on its back. It's fucking so awful. It's fucking so funny though. <laughs> Whose famous dick is that sticking out of the casket? Oh, it's weird. It's uh yeah, it's superb on on every level. <laughs> And but then you have to make the panel has to be filled with you know, I don't know who you'd get Rob Schneider, uh, <laughs> got to, Ro- Rob Schneider. It's a comeback, yeah. Tony Robbins <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Phil Lamar. I don't know. It's got to be <laughs> <laughs> Mad TV alum Phil Lamar. Love Phil Lamar, but just saying he could bring some spice. He'd do different voices. He'd give voices to the dong. <laughs> Now I think right. that could be CeeLo hmm. Green. CeeLo would... Green, <laughs> it's my ding in the CeeLo Green. And then you burst out of the casket as you're like wilting a little bit. Like that's when you're like, you got to vamp because, man, I've been holding this ding for a while in this casket. <laughs> Do you have like a tuxedo top then, and then you're just naked from the waist down well they don't let you out of the casket they just open the top part of the <laughs> casket for your face to get revealed and then your arms have to they have armholes yeah exactly because they wheel you out <laughs> like uh, to be dead uh hannibal lecter style you know they're gonna let you out <laughs> you're a crazy person if you're the guy actually accepted the gig on guess my Guess who's in the casket? <laughs> Phil Lamar injected CeeLo Green with a bunch of fucking horse <laughs> <Or> tranquilizers. <laughs> Got them all randy. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. They just wake up in the casket. This is becoming more and more like a running right. man kind of kind of uh, post-apocalyptic kind of thing where they drug these celebrities and put them right. through the ringer We're in this s- casket. Right. TVs and movies don't exist anymore, so this is TV now. Idiocracy. I wouldn't put it past the t- mass singer. I would watch that before. I'd... Hey, full disclosure, we might pantsless be... masked singer. I'd watch, you know, masked, masked ding. Mask. I don't know, casket, casket celebrity ding. casket. <laughs> or and then it has so spinoffs where it's like, you know, there's a millionaire in this casket. Will you marry him? You can't see him. Is he alive or dead? It's Schrodinger's cats. Is this millionaire alive or dead? You don't know until you open it. It's just a casket with a bow tie on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Do you? Don't you? That's just what it's called. Do you? Don't you? Oh, man. I I think I do. Uh, It's just full of bones. Shoot. But those bones have an inheritance. (laughs) Wee, wee, wee. Well, I think... That's enough for I one think, week, I suppose. I, I think, yet again, we got another genius idea. See, it only it takes us... We, we want to cap these at an hour, but if we didn't yeah. get those extra 32 minutes, 
Yeah. Come on. We're not saving networks my... here. <laughs> exactly. I thought my stomach hurt last week. Oh, yeah. Believe me, you're going to make a lot of people's stomachs real hurty, Casey. This <laughs> I'm one. Sharing. I'm sharing the... We should get we should get on before I release this one, we should get ginger ale and saltines on the phone <laughs> and make an investment. Hey, We're big ginger like... ale? I got an inside tip for you. We're about to make people feel really bad. You ever heard of celebrity ding casket? What is that? I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Listen. <it>. Listen. <laughs> Here's the link. Well, what's the name of the episode? Uh Canada Dry presents. God, we didn't sign on to this. <laughs> Too late. You will. You did. Ding.